Hello everyone, Uh, it's good to be back doing these podcasts. I wanted to continue with what we were talking about before. Now, it's important that when we practice, we understand what we're practicing for. And a lot of times what inspires practice in our lives, especially change, is when something dramatic or traumatic arises. Uh, either as a cultural issue, a social issue, a worldly issue, religious issue, etc. But usually one of the most transformational situations that happens to us uh, that inspires um, growth or change towards a proper way of practice is a challenge to our life. That's because at the ultimate root, at the very base of our existence, is our wish to preserve life. That's what humans do. That's what animals do. We protect ourselves. We clothe ourselves. We feed ourselves. We try to uh, defend ourselves as well. And, of course, that is built in the idea of ego. So we uh, use that ego. And for the most part, uh, when things are uh, somewhat stable... Uh, when things are kind of humdrum, despite despite uh, you know all the little blips that happen, uh, for the most part the ego is able to maintain uh, a somewhat uh, false idea of happiness, or at least without any trouble. It's almost as if uh, you're content with the junk that you have in your life as long as you're not in trouble. Uh, and people don't make waves, and you don't make waves. Uh, almost, it's based on an idea of fear uh, that in our life, if other people bring us challenges or difficulty, we don't want to think about it anymore because we know that sometimes thinking causes trouble. Uh, we don't want to be reactionary. So therefore, people somewhat become jaded. And actually, as they get older, retreat into themselves and into ego even more, causing illness in their lives, both mentally and physically. Now, one of the the paradigms that happens is that when something dramatic happens, of course, instead of waiting until you have your first heart attack or when you find out that you may have a, a major illness or something else that manifests in your life, such as psychological illnesses or uh, challenges such as depression, or loss and gain, uh, loss, uh, loss of relationships, loss of income. You know, because if you live long enough, uh, you'll lose many things. Uh, it's said that if you live to be at least eighty, most of the time people have at least minimally lost and made fortunes. Well, the idea of fortune or comfortness at least three times in their life. So as you can see, all of this is constantly changing. However. When we resort to fear, we we uh, try to spend our life without any change. So, and again, when when something bad happens, we retreat into um, pacifying the ego through uh, drug addiction, alcohol, and, and again, and and any other desires, because it's said that desires are the, are the way that we kind of numb ourselves uh, to the actual reality. Uh, because if we could just have a little bit of uh, freedom, 
or a little bit of relief from suffering. We value that amongst all other things. So therefore, of course, the ego loves that because in, in, in that state of mind, when you fire, fire, file or follow your desires, uh, ego is at its most powerful stage. So that's why I want us to think how important that when these huge events come up to ourselves, when we have to answer very tough questions, or and especially when our lives are challenged, when our lives are perhaps at risk, because what does this pandemic mean? What does this situation mean, whether you believe it's a pandemic or not? Uh, however, we know and see the frailness of our health and our lives because now we have to be careful of even those that we love around us not just the bane of society that we try to keep away from ourselves protect ourselves from we have to look at that possibly anybody around you may have a potential sickness that could perhaps kill you um, and it's interesting because fear now in many ways you're starting to see after uh, about two months um, people reacting with fear. Now, fear manifests into two ways. One is, of course, going to the hypochondriac stage uh, in which you seclude yourselves even more. And then you also get to the angry stage in which people believe or understand that their rights have been perhaps trampled. This is perhaps they start thinking uh, it's a conspiracy. This is being manipulated. Whichever side that you're on, this is an imbalance. Because again, whatever happens in life, uh, we need to understand it for what it is. There's a famous quote by Nietzsche and Shonen that's really uh, significant. And I believe it comes from the Shugyo Kokoron, which basically states that a, a true practitioner of the way understands the, for the occurrences in the world. So therefore, nothing surprises them. Nietzsche and Shonen wasn't surprised by the many famines and droughts and epidemics that were happening during his time period. But what he saw, that just like the mud of the lotus, it allowed the individual to see the paper-thin power and protectiveness and reality of the ego. So at the point when, when fear overcomes a person, because of fear, people will get tired of fear as well, unless they allow it to totally envelop them, in which that can really manifest into true mental illness um, and paranoid, uh, paranoid behavior, uh, irrational behavior. However, illness, according to Master Tiantai, or even the concept, the possibility of illness, the possibility of death, because when you're young, you have so much essence in your life. You heal quickly. Uh, and again, we saw this at the beginning of this uh, potential illness that the young were thinking, I can't become ill. And they were being told that they couldn't be ill. But then, of course, uh, things, uh, especially um, pathogens, change and evolve. That now there's uh, some younger people passing away from diseases that may have been brought about uh, there was a one called the Suzuki disease, I believe, um, which manifests and is brought about by the coronavirus. So, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that the young mind, we, we tend to throw away all cause and uh, uh, ideas of 
how do you say, sidelining desires. So therefore, we then hopefully are able to grow without destroying ourselves because we have many friends, I'm sure all of you, that they follow the desires so deeply that it's easy to open a door but difficult to close. So we all probably have friends that have become alcoholics or drug addicts or other mental challenges due to their behavior uh, when they were young. However, at any age now, we have to see that the potential for illness is uh, possible and that actually we can see impermanence and actually also see what the causes of illness is. And it's, it's fascinating because, again, Master Tiantai says that illness, um, the practice of Buddhism, the practice of meditation, is to be aware before illness manifests. That means that we, as I said in the last um, podcast, have to communicate, be instinctual with nature and humans. And when we do that, when we understand for the occurrences of the world, which comes only about through our following of our teacher, through our practice, uh, through our faith, we're able to see the reasons for this and be able to change our lives so that we can lead uh, and exist uh, through contentment and happiness. Now again, when I say happiness, I'm mentioning contentment because again, as I stated before, either or on the spectrum can cause imbalance or imbalance meaning illness. So, when most people think about the idea of death or a possibility of death, they want to think of something else. And again, I was talking about our goal in Buddhism last time, that a lot of people don't actually know what the goal is in Buddhism. And people will just throw around this word enlightenment uh, as if anyone or everyone understands what it means or even the person using it. But in actuality, uh, we don't know what enlightenment is until you actually have the awakening experience. However, it's important for us to have that in our mind. Like again, and I'll explain later what our actual goal is in Nichiren Buddhism. But the first thing we must do is look at our daily life. That means change our heart, change our behavior. When we change that, we are able to then move towards, momentarily, every action, every uh, karmic behavior. We're able to move towards uh, achieving that goal. So a lot of people look at the situation and probably because of this shock to their system, they may seek out spirituality. However, when you seek out spirituality... Uh, it's very important, and this is just a disclaimer, to have a teacher with experiential knowledge. Not just somebody who wears robes or somebody who just uh, teaches you doctrine or dogma. It's most important that you, when you look into their eyes, when you are with them, you can feel their attainment. And that attainment we uh, share with each other. Because a friend on the path, is the most essential part to enlightenment. And because it's so easy to just communicate or exist through our ego instead of our heart. When we deal with other beings, we have to communicate through heart. And again, this overachievement idea, which is a very modern Western idea of enlightenment, 
being the goal of your practice, which is just another desire. Instead, understand that we are the vessel of enlightenment and that we practice it through uh, our daily, momentarily decision, uh, our curving and understanding of desires, and also, most importantly, our health and wellness. So, as I said in the last video, if you are ill, if you are sick, uh, if you are not content uh, and you're practicing Buddhism, you may want to relook at how you're practicing Buddhism. Because again, uh, you can call yourself whatever you want. You can say that you've attained whatever you said you have attained. But actually the proof is in the life. And that life is every single moment. So therefore, uh, let us seek towards awakening. And most importantly, uh, raise, you know, the Odaimoku in your heart. And as Nichiren and Shonen said, uh, to cast away uh, the club of prejudice and lay down the banner of arrogance, lay down the banner of your ego and practice Buddhism. So find that understanding that whatever your emotion is based on this epidemic, don't waste this chance. Because again, the motivation that leads us to entering the path is something severe. When one realizes, especially the impermanence of their own existence, of their own life, that you may, that tomorrow is not a guarantee. Even the next moment is not a guarantee. However, how you live life is up to you. So therefore, I hope all of you will continue practicing and chanting together. Please feel free to contact me if you have any questions. I welcome all of you. If you wish to come study and stay with us, please do. Uh, once again, thank you very much. Namu myoho renge kyo.